Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All about the execution. Might have a block there. I mean, right. I don't know. Now, now, somebody did chime in and say, well, if they're talking about third and one, then we got a conversation. Like, All right, you win on that. I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. Getting right? cute with the, in short yard yeah, situations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. that, the jet sweep and that kind of nonsense at third and one. But when you had a, you, you needed one yard in the Super Bowl, what'd you do? You had Patrick Mahomes run for 27 or whatever it was. So that looked like a brilliant play call, you know, at that point in time. And that came from MVS, if you read Peter King's farewell column today. And so I, I just think like, talking about whether or not somebody's a good play caller is something that is so obscure because at the end of the day, we don't know whether or not somebody is a good play caller. It's all about those guys executing. And you're right. What if somebody does miss a block? You know, that's why, you know, people love analytics and sports, but to me, I don't like analytics and sports because it doesn't really factor in a, the human side of things. What if, you know, Joe Tooney's hurt or Nick Allegretti's got the elbow thing and he misses a block on a play because he's dealing with the elbow. That doesn't factor in. You go, oh my God, Andy Reid called the bad play. You don't know what the humans are, are dealing with at, at that point in time. You don't know what kind of, you know, issues they have off the field. So looking at it from that standpoint, it doesn't factor in the the human side of things and human beings. As we know, Josh, we all make mistakes, right? And you got 11 guys that are supposed to execute on every single play, probably more often than we care to know. One of those 11 guys, two of those 11 guys, somebody ran a bad route. Somebody missed a block. Somebody didn't double team when they were supposed to double team. Somebody didn't cut block when they were supposed to cut block, you know, it happens all the time. So sitting there and saying Andy Reid is the third best play caller or this guy's the best play caller, I just look at the results. Andy Reid's the head coach of a Super Bowl winning team in back-to-back years. He's number one until further notice and beat both of those guys on that list. You know, it's like, it's just it's just bizarre how people want to spin this and say play calling, play calling, play calling, when at the end of the day, you have no idea what was supposed to happen on that play. But if it's executed properly, it looks like a great play. And then when... When we go through that exercise with various teams as to so-and-so's going to call the plays. Right. Or so-and-so needs to stop calling the plays. Right, right, exactly. Take away play-calling duty. I stand there on the freaking sideline, Bob, 20 feet from Andy Reid and Matt Nagy. Mm-hmm. Do they ever ask you what There play? are times they are both calling plays. Mm-hmm. 
and you can't tell. One's got the little thing up here. Another one's looking to do whatever. Right. And I know Andy's joked in the past. Not, not joked, but they called the good ones. I called the bad ones. Correct. So it takes yeah, ownership right, sure. of, of that, whatever. But it's not always definitive. No, it's not. And then when I, I love it, too, when, when, when there are bad plays and you hear, oh, Matt Nagy clearly called that one. I'm right. Like, you don't know. You don't know. They're working together in concert. Andy Reid is the ultimate. He's got the ultimate veto power, right? Right. But I know there are times where Nagy's. Right. And if you think you know what's Andy's going on with play a, calling, you're a liar. And it's not a, it's, and, and you can, heck, you can read about it in today's Peter King farewell column. You can, you can read about the, the input that they, that they take mm-hmm. when they're doing it. So certainly from the Chiefs perspective, there's, there, it's not a, it's not a, I'm sure there are plenty of coaches that I do this. These are mine and I call them all. Um, that's not Andy Reid. No, not at all. <laughs> like MVS called the play in the Super Bowl that basically set up they needed one yard to get the first down. MVS called that play. Not for himself either. Right. Unbelievable. MVS called a play call to Patrick Mahomes, said we should run this. Right. And the play had no involvement from him. None whatsoever. But you can read in that however you like. Right. Uh, I'm going to drop this guy, so take me out of the equation. He called, he called, you know, don't, don't come my way, but I got to play for you. <laughs> it's got Travis and, and, and Rashi. We cool? Right. We should run that. So, yeah, they, they take a lot of input as well. So I always just I always just chuckle play calling. You don't know. You have you no you idea. Don't, you don't know. And to sit there the and say, this guy's a terrible play caller. Man, maybe it's terrible players that aren't executing. Yeah, yeah. You know, like we you just don't know what guys are doing when it comes to play mm. calling. So I, I just think it's so humorous to see that. But also to have Andy Reid third, it's just like, come on now. Didn't he also yeah. win two Super Bowls in back-to-back years on essentially the same play call? That's exactly right. Yeah, He scored dog, three yeah. touchdowns on that one play. Yeah. I feel like that should just like yeah. put you like, in the next like stratosphere. You know, we're gonna do that same play that won us the Super Bowl last yeah. year. Frito pie on three. Let's go. Seemed to, seemed to work. You know, let's do he that. ran it twice against Philadelphia, then ran it again. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just it's, it's just crazy, man. It's just absolutely crazy to sit here. Oh, and criticize but you're such play biased callers. Homer radio host for saying stuff like that. No, we're we're we're, we're being pretty obviously honest, honest yeah. here. You, you don't know what plays are being called. Nobody knows nope. what plays are being called. Didn't nope. he go 99 yards with Chad Henney in a playoff? He did. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I don't. I'm just did. checking. I mean, he he did. But again, okay. execution, play calling, it all factors in. Like that's why they're yeah. really good, you know. And the the word is starting to get out today that Andy Reid's going to sign a contract extension. I, I've been telling you that for how long now that Andy Reid is going to sign a contract extension. Even Mike Florio is putting his big boy pants on. They go, oh, he might sign a contract extension. Florio was trying to run the guy out of town a month ago, right? Oh, this guy's retiring. Don't be surprised if Andy retires. Well, news travels slow to him. I guess, I guess when you live in West Virginia, you barely have running water. <laughs> um, I'm not sure who I'd root for. Actually, I know who I'd root for. Nobody. And it's the other guy, <laughs> no matter who. Uh, uh, Tyreek Hill wants to be a fighter now. Did you, have you seen yeah. this? He uh-huh. was on the uh, the fully tilted pod and was on full tilt, apparently. Now he says he wants to be a fighter. I mean, just take it to the cage, bro. And that's why I want to meet Dana White. I want to get in the cage. Is you- I want to get in the cage or I want to boss. Okay, so we can do that. We can introduce you to Dana tonight. And uh, we can talk about a fight, but here's the deal. I set things up. That's what I do. So who are we fighting? We need to come in strong with a card on who we're fighting. I don't know. I, I think my first fight need to be like Jake Paul or something like that. Really? Yeah, bro. You could, he, I don't know. He might, he's getting, is he, is he as tough as he looks? I don't think so, bro. Could you have hands? Yes, bro. I grew up boxing. Really? Yes, bro. Oh, I guess it needed to be said. Mm-hmm. 
I'd actually root for Jake Paul. Oh, like, I would yeah. too. There's no question. So Tyreek Hill's gone from I want to race Usain Bolt. Right. I want to try out for the Olympics. I hate the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. I love the Chiefs. <laughs> I want to be a porn star. And now I want to fight Jake Paul, who's not a UFC fighter mm-hmm. and hates Dana White. And Dana White hates Jake Paul, has no idea what he's talking about, has no fighting experience, grew up boxing. Tiger Woods or Tiger Woods, Tyree Kill would be knocked out in the first round. Unless he just ran around the ring. Right. Which he could. Which maybe, he could. Maybe he just, yeah. He could, but if somebody just connected right in his face as he's he was over. running, he'd it's be over. dropped. There's no training. I mean, just put Legereus Sneed on him. <laughs> I mean, Legereus Sneed dropped Tyree Kill. Ding! Right in the throat. I'd actually be rooting for Jake Paul. Which you never thought you would say. In your no. Life. Uh, uh, <laughs> I uh. will drink a prime and watch Tyree Kill get knocked out by Jake Kill. What Jake happened Paul? to, like, like... The, the Chiefs did a really good job of not allowing Tyree Kill to embarrass himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. That's like, what they do. The yeah. Chiefs did a, an amazing job of not allowing Tyree There's Kill to embarrass something himself. To be said for limiting exposure, right? Exactly. And the Chiefs do that. And the Chiefs do that. And so, right. Well, it shows you. It helps. It yeah. shows you where they trust within their team. Like, I don't know this to be a fact, but I have a source that has told me that Travis Kelsey kind of went in the dark with the new Heights podcast, like Andy didn't really know about it, but then he found out it was with Jason. So it's like, well, that's kind of all right. But they knew that Travis was going to be fine doing it. Like if Tyree kill would have done this, like there's no way that would have lasted one episode. No, no, not after the first one. I mean, the, the, no the chiefs do have a rule that players are not allowed to do like quote unquote player shows, right? right? Like remember back in the day, you had the Kendrell bell show or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. you did. Like the Andy Reid doesn't have the, that the opportunity Kelsey, for the players. The, the, the fact that there's a Kelsey podcast is amazing. I yeah, can't, it is, it is. It yeah. is amazing that that got green lighted. Mm-hmm. Shows you uh, how much respect he has yes, for Jason. That he, yeah, and that he trusts he trusts him. Right. Yeah. He trusts him. Because yeah. he doesn't trust Travis to this day. I don't think. He can say he doesn't. But until <laughs> Travis is Jason. out, like, yeah, there's yeah. still going to be that All right, little... there's an adult in the room. You can do this podcast. Yeah, it's that, my brother. That's, that's amazing that that got off the ground. Right. It is. It really is amazing. And it's become a great podcast, obviously. But that doesn't normally happen under the watch of Andy Reid. He didn't allow his players to do that kind of stuff in Philadelphia and doesn't really want them doing that kind of stuff here. Obviously, you know, it's the Jimmy Johnson rule, if you will. Different players get different opportunities because they've proven themselves to, to, to you know, get the trust of Andy Reid. And that's why Travis Kelsey gets the opportunity to do something like that. And you remember who was it? There was a former player that said, I think it was... Um... Colin Saunders that said um, he used to get more mad at us speaking out of turn to the media than missing a play assignment. Yes, exactly. Like that was a big, right, that was a big, big deal. deal. Yeah, you see why he was. <laughs> yeah, I mean Justin Reed found out Terry. real quick. Oh yeah, right. yeah, 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 that's right. Once. That happened that one, one time, one tweet, yep. and then we never heard yeah, that, that again. It, it was <laughs> over, and you moved on. The road to the central starts now. Can you feel it? Next. Fesco in the morning. That's the way you pass the Johnson County parent test. You yell about offsides and have no idea what it is. Brought to you by Rainer Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RainerKC.com. 610 Sports Radio. So what gives you more, like, anticipation? 
the fact that the Royals did a lot of stuff in the offseason or that the division is there for the taking both. by everybody. Both, 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 both. Every one of these teams in the division thinks that, oh, we got to make a move. This division's not very good. Right. <laughs> or it's wide open, right? It's well, wide open. That's the, that's the positive spin. Well, not according to DraftKings. I would say it's not very. It's not very. It's Who not do very they good. have as the overwhelming favorite to win the division? Cleveland, Minnesota, then Kansas City. Cleveland, Minnesota, Kansas City. See, I've heard from people, and I'm not kidding. Detroit's the favorite in this division. Detroit may have the best team in this division. They have the worst odds. Detroit does. I've been they told by people sucks. in baseball are like, well, I think Detroit's pretty good, right? Like it's it's so crazy how this thing is just wide open. I think if you can get to 85, 88 wins, you can win the Central Division and all, everybody, And everybody's thinking that. Like, every single team in this division is like, well, there's a chance. Right. I mean, look, yeah. this division's not very good. And can, yeah. You can say wide open, I will say. I will I will say mediocre. But that makes it wide open, right? It does make it wide open. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to mediocre me, and wide yeah. open. It's you know. uh, To me, it's more that than... Man, what I think they've done is going to completely flip the switch. Right. So it's the Twins minus 115. A little bit of fake news for me. Twins minus 115. Cleveland and the Tigers are plus 350. Uh, You said the Tigers said the word. Like, you were totally wrong on this one. I said the Tigers or the White Sox. Uh... Cleveland and the Tigers plus 350, the Royals plus 850, and the White Sox are plus 4,000. That's a great $10 bet. Why not? Four, plus 4,000? You make some money on that one, right? You're looking yeah. for good. You're, like, you're not betting on, oh, let the Twins that win the division at minus 115. Like, that's lame, right? Royals over under still currently sits at 73 and a half. Yeah. And, and so if you're going to win the division, if you're betting the Royals to win the division, you might as well bet the over as well because 74 wins is not yeah. going to win you the central division. I do think 85 to 88 wins gets this thing. And, and as we were talking about earlier, I was down in Arizona for a couple of days doing some recognizance work in, in Major League Baseball. You're making me a little nervous today. i got to be honest. I got like HUD Jr. over here. You've been spinning this baseball all morning been. long. You're you're like it's like it's, you're you're hudding this thing. I stole a ball. I know, but you're like <laughs> you're sitting there like fidgeting with it today. I like playing with the baseball. I know, I know why it's, HUD it's does very, it. Right it's now, very right? Rex Hudler of you. So right. I'm like, yeah. Well, at least the Royals are only plus seven thousand for the fewest wins of the regular season. Oakland Athletics, the favorites, plus one hundred five. Oh yeah, they're. Uh, did you see that fan fest they did? <laughs> I mean, it's embarrassing that whole thing out there's a joke. Um, so I, w- I was talking to a, a scout for a rival team on the condition of anonymity with the uh, you know the sensitive nature of the subject. I go, does anybody even scout Oakland these days? They're like they got like one player everybody's looking at. Like, they hey, don't right. know where they're playing after. Well, that Vegas. there is there is that. I no, mean, no, no. you know, uh, even before Vegas, so no, they it could have be to, Sacramento. They could have be to Salt have Lake. a home before Vegas, right? Which is just amazing to think about. Yeah. Like, Vegas is it quite a done deal? It seems. I know. Play, yeah, like they don't have anywhere to go. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's, it's it, crazy. Yeah. The, the mayor of Vegas, I guess, came out, and, and we'll have a we'll have a, a stadium update coming up at about eight twenty this morning that you don't want to miss here on six ten Sports Radio. So that's a deep tease. But so I was out in Arizona, met with a couple of teams, and and, and talking to some folks, and and, and I talked to somebody with met the, with a couple of teams. I did. I met. I was with the White Sox. They invited me out. I went there, spent a couple of days with some people. Right. And and so. Um, I was talking to somebody with the uh, the Royals organization a, a little bit ago, and they said, are people excited about our team? And I'm like, I think, I think people are excited about the team, right? Like, I think, but I was like, we're just coming off a Super Bowl, man. Like, like I think people are still flying high with the Chiefs, but I'm thinking to myself, we should be excited for this team because, A, the division is wide open, as we just talked about. Nobody knows who's going to win this thing. The Royals went out there 
and very much unglassian spent money this offseason to the tune of $110 million on new contracts. They then locked up the star franchise player from here to eternity. Great movie. And have put a team on the field that you can be kind of like, all right, they went out even the other day and had a sneaky good sign and in, in, in Nola, the catcher that they're, that they're bringing in that has a relationship with Lugo and Waka. So that's a good thing. Like they're making moves. They're doing what we asked. And then they asked the guy with the organization, like, is there excitement about the team? And I'm like, I think, I think there's excitement. Like, wh- why wouldn't you be excited? Like, they've done literally everything we've ever asked them to do in an offseason. John Sherman stepped up big time with spending money and signing Bobby Witt and emptying the bank account to bring players in to make the team better after last season. And then you see the random rankings or whatever random third baseman comes up with the standings now. And you're like 72 and 90. That's the thing. I think that's, I think I'd be more excited if something else said, Oh, it's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. It's going to be good. Everything, you, everything that points to, and grand, these things have been wrong. I'm not saying they have no doubt. But, yeah. But they say 73. I'm like, really? You did all this work and this is going to get you like, Oh, granted that would be what? 16 more wins, <laughs> but you shouldn't face 16 more wins. But, um, so I don't know. I, I'm not excited. I'm appreciative of the fact that they're trying and they made moves and I'm I am curious to see if they pay off. Right. Not negative about it. I I don't think I could go as far as saying I'm excited. Okay. I'm just I'm curious to see how it how this one turns out. And and you're different than me because I'm always excited for the start. Like I like I'm sitting at spring training games over the weekend. I'm like, I just love spring training. I don't care if I don't know who any of these people are. I'm relaxed. I'm enjoying it. It's a lot of fun. I'm excited, you know, for the start of, of the baseball season. And I'm really, really, really excited that the Royals went out there and made moves. Like they, like if, if glass was still the owner, they're not making these type of moves. They're not signing Bobby Witt to an extension. They're not going out and getting Lugo and Waka and Hunter Renfro and making these moves and invest in this kind of money into the team to try to make the team better. Like we finally have an owner that gives a rip they went out there and they signed players. They signed their long-term guy. And, and yeah, cause I was like, I don't know if there's a lot of excitement. So you guys tell me, man, like I want to know from the fans, where's the level of excitement? Is it from chief super bowl to like the Mavericks? Where are you when it comes on the grand scheme of things with, with the, with the excitement the, level for the Royals from the two Oh three, 16 more wins is huge. I, I would agree. It still doesn't put you in contention. No, that's, it doesn't. That's the thing, you know. So it's like I, I'm, yes. If they have this massive improvement, that's cool. But they they allocate a lot of resources to get to still not in contention, which right. is is more maddening about baseball, I think. Than I don't know how you can't be excited. They're gonna have the AL strikeout leader, and they're gonna have probably a one or top to finish MVP this year. Yeah. I mean, you, you think That's about cool. Cole Reagan's to be like Brady. Good, Singer. Singer. good okay. yesterday. Okay. Man. Those, are, those are great. Dusty. Those are great. Those I know. Great. How, I many know. Wins? How, how many wins? Are, and, and how many are, wins for the Royals? And are they in contention for the division? Yes. I think all, I think it's going to be a lot like 2013. That would be, that would be worth excitement. I right. think if I could sell that would warrant if, the excitement, I think if I could sell both of you, I would say, think of 2013 and think about where that season was about, June. Mm-hmm. And I've said on after hours, just get me to July with meaningful baseball. And then we can go from there. And I think if you get through July or you get through, if you want to be cliche, which we don't do camp cliches this time of year, I right. do listen. Um, then, you know, play meaningful baseball to the all-star break, right? Be three and a half out of first place in the central. And then, you know, see what happens in the second half. But I mean, I think if I could sell you, if I have to be that guy, the the sales rep here, I think you might have, I think you may have 
ironically, fallen into an ace. I think Cole Reagans that you got from Dayton Moore from Texas last mm-hmm. year proved it in the second half. Again, video's out. It's spring training, but look at who he struck out in spring training yesterday. Struck out Trout, Rendon, and another good cat on that Angels roster who are good players. I get it at spring training. Five strikeouts in two innings, three hits, you know, whatever. It's a good, it's a it's a good start to see. Yeah, you got you got a legitimate right. pitcher in Cole Reagans. Now, to me, Brady Singer's a big wild card in this. I mean, last year he let the world baseball classic mm. mess with him. And I was talking to some baseball people, like, oh, that's true. I'm like, give me a break. And like I didn't want to get like it was gonna get contentious if I kept talking yeah. about like you're using the world baseball classic classic as an excuse. That's the lamest thing ever. So if Brady singer can bounce back and you've got, you know, you got legit Cole Reagans. If he takes the next step, then Brady's, but see, there's a lot of ifs. If Waka bounces back, if the blah, 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 like, right. It's all the ifs, but I think where we are right now in February guys, the ownership has given you everything you possibly want. So the, the excitement should be there. It just has to go out there and, and and see what happens. And I'm looking at some of the texts that are starting to roll in um, from the 816. Barely excited. Stop telling me about a new ballpark and tell me specifically how I'm going to be able to watch games without Bally. Well, you're not going to be able to watch it without Bally. That's who televises the games. Bally's still the same as far as anybody else, as far as, far as anybody knows. Yeah, you it, can get it. You just have to pay for it. You have to pay for it, which is yeah. where sports is. We, I was telling Josh before the show, I'm like, we wanted all this a la carte stuff, and now we're like, I don't want to pay for that. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Well, we wanted it, and now here it is. Like, so, so stop saying I, you can't watch the games. You absolutely 100 percent can watch the games. Yeah, the hints are out there for one luxurious Sneed. You might not like them. Next. Fesco in the morning. I don't even know who Dennis Allen is. Dennis Allen's exactly who you think he is. Who is he? Uh, just a middle-aged white guy. But what does he do? Like, <laughs> is he? He's the Saints coach, right? Brought to you by Rainer Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RainerKC.com. All right, some of the uh, consensus seems to be excited, yes, but need to see. Like, what did Vern tell us? Maintain through May. Maintain through May, <laughs> yeah. Um, and some of you are even further than that. Some have said, I'm all in, brother. I'll hold fast and decide on June 1st. Good. Um, someone else says, I'm excited for helmet nachos again, which is, which, is, which is valid. I want to be back in. That's a good sentiment. I yeah. do, too. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm there, too. I want to be back in. We're still talking about the Royals? Yes. Okay. No, the Chiefs. Ooh, everybody's out on the Super Bowl champs, Dusty. Yeah. Where are we on May 31st? They're not going to sign Reed. On May 31st. I'm excited because the additions and Witt's contract show they are willing to spend and make a change. I just don't want to lose hope by May 1st, someone says. Play meaningful ball till Chiefs training camp from the 816. Please. Uh, from the 620, super excited but just nervous about April. Don't want to be out of it by the end of May. 816, reserving excitement. And if we maintain in May, it'll ramp up like crazy. Yeah, that's where I'm hoping we're at. I wouldn't say I'm excited. When they show me actual results, I'm sure I'll be more excited from the 620. And, and, and I will say this. Do not judge based on spring training at all. I was talking to somebody who used to work in the Red Sox organization when I was out there. And... um and this person said to me, he goes, yeah, we did a study when I was with Boston that the teams that were better in the spring fell on their faces in the regular season. And I said, well, what do you attribute that to? They go, well, they're playing all their good players and, and everybody else is playing slappies to figure out 
what they have out there. And you're playing your regular players in the spring and you're beating up on like double A guys. And so don't make judgments based on what the results are record wise in the spring. When you watch a spring training game, the minute somebody with a jersey number over, let's say 49 goes into the game. That's when you have to stop judging, right? I swear the Royals had a dude uh, with number 94 on yesterday in like the seventh. Right. (laughs) There was a guy for a team that literally had his fantasy football record as his jersey number. Yeah, right, which yeah, was great. Like, that, that that was fantastic. The, the Toronto Blue Jays, yeah. that was the payback for the guy yesterday, it right? Was like 4-10. You lost the yeah. fantasy league, so you had to wear 4-10 and 10 on your jersey and be the bat boy. That's it was outstanding, right? About spring training. Fantastic, yeah. right. So so you judge it by, like, I was watching the uh, the White Sox and Mariners on Saturday, right? And, and, you know, the game goes into the ninth inning, and it's back and forth, and it's a fun game, right? It's fun. But you don't know anybody out there, and somebody told me, they go, yeah, anybody who matters is like on the ninth tee box already, right? Because these guys leave the game when they're done, when they're taken out of the game, they go play golf. And at the end, you're hearing, you know, 70s, 80s, and 90s are out there on the mound. It sounds like a radio station playing the songs we know. And 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 so you, you can't judge how good a team is going to be based on record. And like I said, that study that the, the guy who used to work for the Red Sox told me is like, yeah, I mean, the, the better you do in spring is not an indication of how you're going to do in the regular season. In fact, it's more of an indictment than anything. And so if the Royals win the CAC, this league that's not a good sign yeah i mean the chiefs lost on christmas and the season was over it was over yeah it was done yeah Yeah. that's done so is luxurious sneak gonna be an eagle is that what i'm sure seems that way so i'm gathering i mean people took a lot of a lot of stock in his his instagram post which he you know you know he's his arms out like he's Kind of flying. Yeah, like an eagle, right? Like With both arms out. And then had an emoji of an eagle. Yeah. Legereus Sneed so, to Philadelphia seems as done as Mike Evans to Kansas City, right? So does he think he's going to be an eagle? I don't know. And if he does, who's talking to him? More chance he's an eagle or more chance he's a chief? Eagle. I'd say probably eagle right now. Yeah, right? I think so. I think they're going to let him go. But do you franchise them and try to get some compensation back in return? Or you just say, no, the hell with it. We got enough guys here. Like, they've been preparing for Legereus need to leave, I think, for a couple of years. Trent McDuffie getting drafted, obviously. You know, a lot of young guys in that defensive backfield. I just think they're going to let him go. I don't think they're going to franchise him. I think he's going to be a free agent. We'll know more this week. I know guys and and whatnot with the organization are headed to the combine today, Josh, because this is where a lot of the work kind of takes place. You know, the bumping into the agents, having a stake at St. Elmo's, doing all that kind of stuff. Like, that happens this week at the combine. We'll know a lot more if they're going to franchise Chris Jones, if they're going to franchise Legereus Sneed, if they feel they have an opportunity to even sign both of those guys back. So a lot of you know a lot of news will start to come out this week because everybody is going to be at the combine. But it sure does seem to me like like I know there's no absolutes right now in rumor season, which makes it awesome. But it seems like there are two absolutes: Mike Evans is coming to Kansas City, and Legereus Sneed is going to Philadelphia. Every day, there are multiple stories and reports, and people talking about both of those two things happen. And people giving their opinion that both of those two things happen. Both of those things may not happen. You know, who, who the hell knows? But everybody is talking almost in absolutes, like Legereus Sneed is an eagle, and Mike Evans is coming to Kansas I, City. I can't get away from uh, Sneed as well. Chatting with uh, with Kay Adams, mm-hmm. and uh, it was pretty definitive. It was money. Money. And Who's... I have a lot of love for your GM and what he's done building this dynasty. What would you like to say? Man, pay me. <laughs> pay me. 
pay me. <laughs> That's what I got to say. Pay me. Okay. I mean, I don't even know. I think that we have to wrap it there. Pay the man. Mm. Yeah. She's so hot. I don't think that uh, there's anything other than paying him. Right. He wants the biggest bag, and I don't blame him. That's why you play the game. That's why you work. I mean, you, you do it to get the most amount and, of money you possibly can. And I, I think about it from his perspective as well. Came in, kind of, you know, wasn't uh, make the most money in, you know, his contract, right? Right, right. Wasn't a five, you know, wasn't a first-round pick. Nope. Now you get your second contract. You've already got a couple rings. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Let me go get paid. Yeah. And I, look, I've told you, I've talked to enough players over the years. They, there are two goals, get paid and win rings. And it's in that order. And once you get paid, then you go look for the ring. Now you got the ring. Now you're going to get paid. Right. Legereus Sneed did it kind of backwards. He's not ring chasing. He's money chasing. Mm-hmm. And coming off a season like he had, Josh, you telling me he shouldn't be money chasing? No, he should. That dude should. should be cashing the F in. Yeah. And I said, he's, he's worth everything he's going to demand. Oh, every single so penny of it. Decide to do it. I'll be great with it. If they don't, I get it. They right. also think that they're pretty good at the secondary, and right. they have been. And they have, and they been, have been really good. All okay, right, you so mentioned, you mentioned. I just want to read one text real fast. If they don't use the tag on Snead, who are they going to use it on? Surely not Jones. They don't have to use the tag. I don't think some sometimes people don't understand that. Oh, it's just available. You do, you, you it's available. Use it you do at all. not yeah. have to use the no, tag. No. And they're probably not going to use it on Chris Jones because his salary is just way too high, and they're not interested in that. Yeah. From no, a tag no, standpoint. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. Well, Chris Jones is coming back because he said he was. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Right. Yeah, that's right. Uh, maybe there's a franchise tag and trade. Maybe get A.J. Brown back as part of it. I I'd know. love it. Yeah. A.J. Brown, who had to dial up WIP in Philadelphia mm-hmm. to to tell them, no, no, no. Stop talking about me. Everything's, everything's fine. I have no problem. I want to be here. It's simple as that. I, I love where I'm at. It's simple as that. Next question. Next question. Next question. Huh. I'm happy to be here. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know if I buy it. And why are you saying next question? You called into the radio station, right? That is correct. Yeah, you, you called he in. He dialed so. in. Yeah, he called into the radio, like driving around town going, yes. all right, I got to settle this, yeah, right? Yeah. Yes. And so, um, but I would, I would absolutely call for A.J. Brown and see if he is available because he's a guy that can play, solves a huge need for you, and... He's kind of a guy, at least according to his words, that kind of brought that whole thing together there in Philadelphia. The Eagles thing to me is a house of cards right now. I mean, I still don't understand why Nick Sirianni hasn't been fired as the head coach of that organization. The last draw for me was the 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 uh, the security guard guy. That's so sad. Yeah, right. Yeah, like he couldn't contain himself with that right, big when dom. When the security guard got suspended for for violating sideline decorum or whatever the heck it was. Right. Um, Punching it, uh, the guy who broke his Achilles. He was apparently the buffer between the players, other coaches, and Nick Sirianni. Right. Like that. If it takes that. Then gotta, you got to go, you man. Can't deal with people like, on your own team. That That's something like adults Yikes. know how to deal with people. And if they don't, they're pretty much shown the door. Well, so, adults also don't yell in tunnels to fans, if we're being honest. Yeah, that's true. If right. you're an adult, you go out there and face them face to face. Be like, hey, you like that? You know who the last coaches that I remember yelling at fans was? Gunther Cunningham. When he was the head coach of the Chiefs and he yelled at Raider fans, we beat your ass! And it didn't last long with Gunther. (laughs) Never seems to pan out right just for the uh, the coaches. So A.J. Brown dialed in to WIP. Right. um, Also claimed he's he's misunderstood. I'm not trying to change the media. I know know it's going to be like this or whenever. It's going to be like this. It's going to be like this when I leave, but... 
but I just I just truly just feel like I'm just misunderstood as as a player as a person, and, and you know it gets frustrating. It gets frustrating because anything I say, anything I do, it gets magnified times ten. I'm classified as a diva. I want the ball and this and that, blah blah blah. When 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 when, when honestly it's the other way around. When it's the other way around, most importantly, like you see you see you see me getting upset on the sideline. Um, and, and you automatically think it's about it's about targets. No, no. What if what if I'm holding my players accountable? Mm-hmm. What if what if I'm the guy that pushes pushes everybody in the locker room, make people uncomfortable to try to better themselves for the team? What if I'm that guy? You don't you don't see it as much. You don't see it as much from um, from Jalen because that's not his personality. I think it's important to have those guys on your it team, is, right? It is, but it sounds like he's misunderstood, maybe misappreciated, and a change of scenery would be nice. Would be really <laughs> nice. Hey, Brett, call the 215 so, and let's see what we can do. I'm just saying, if it sounds like he's out and it sounds like Legereus is destined to be there, mm-hmm. let's work some out. I heard from a source that the Chiefs are in the market for a wide receiver, Josh. Really? Yeah, I've heard that. At, before, after they get the Andy Reid contract extension done, I told you I heard that months ago that that was happening. But <laughs> anyway, now it's news because Florio's like, "Oh, I put my big boy pants on today, oh, and he's not retiring." Weird. Uh, Maybe uh, I'm wrong, but wasn't it AJ Brown like towards the end of the Eagles season when things were going on a downward spiral? Weren't they saying he was kind of a locker room problem? I know that that's kind of the concept of that radio interview, but it just seemed like everything was kind of focused around his well, that's attitude. what they were saying but how do they really know right like you you can say you're in the locker room but josh you're in the locker room after games do you know who's the leader do you know who's this do you know not really yeah, sometimes so i mean you I know mean, mahomes is but like after a game or something everybody's quickly getting out of there it's hard for people to judge you don't know what's going on in meetings and whatnot i'm gonna take aj brown at but his also, word too yeah i mean there's there's different types of leadership too I mean, sure right there's guys people follow, and there's guys people respect when they speak. When they speak, right? And he may fall in that category. Mm-hmm. There's also passive aggressive leadership too. Yeah, there could I be, think that's kind of how he. There, there is could be on very that. much that. Yeah, that too, because he was kind of it was kind of an issue in in Tennessee. They weren't going to give him the contract because of the baggage that came with it. He goes to Philadelphia. He's been there what two years, mm-hmm. and now we're already doing this. Yeah. So it's either you or them, and it doesn't seem like it's it's them very often more than it's you. Come here. Yeah, come here. I'd be, be great for him to come to Kansas City. He'd be he'd be wonderful here in KC with Mahomes and Kelsey and Andy Reid and Matt Nagy and those guys on the Mike offensive Evans. side of the thing. Mike Evans. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, can you, Henry. Ma- can you imagine AJ Brown and Mike Evans on the outside together? I could. I very well could. Yeah, Six they would change the rules. <laughs> KCSP, Kansas City, WDF, HD2, Liberty, and Odyssey Station. But those yes. cool guys are so vital to teams, though. And if he's a guy that kind of held that thing together at the end in Philadelphia, who knows? Uh, yeah, I want to get those two guys here and then we all complain about Rashi Rice not getting enough touches. Yeah. That's what I really want to have happen. I don't year. know why Amon St. Brown is not getting those get- kind of problems. It's already a I long will, enough season. I will welcome yeah. those kind of problems. Yeah. What, what Amir Smith Marset, is that the guy? Correct. Oh, yeah. he took a kickback and everybody made a mistake of letting him go. Oh. I don't know how we're going to do it without Amir Smith Marset I mean, Super Bowl. He, he had four catches. I mean, come on. As Peter King pointed out in his farewell call this morning, the Chiefs have won 32 games and two Super Bowls since trading Tyree Kill. Mm. Sounds pretty good. Yeah. It did all right. But they still need to. That, that doesn't mean you don't need to go and upgrade the wide receiver no. position because no. they do. No. Uh, there could be a new gambling app coming to Kansas. Like, hopefully. Um, SNL did a great bit uh, this week on a new way to gamble, and you can gamble on your own people. <laughs> The thrill 
of victory. The satisfaction of placing a bet and watching it hit big. The exhilaration of an upset only you saw coming. With betting apps right on your phone, it's easier than ever to turn your passion for sports into cold, hard cash. And with so many games to bet on, you almost can't lose. But there's a dark side as well. We all know a friend who struggles with online gambling. A friend who's on the verge of losing everything. His house, his family, his entire life. And now you can bet on exactly how he'll lose it all with Rock Bottom Kings. It's the only app that lets you take prop bets about how your degenerate gambler friend is finally going to hit Rock Bottom. Will it be goes double or nothing on a random WNBA game? Or bets his child's college fund on the coin toss? And when your friend is desperate for cash, you can bet on what his lowest moments will be. Will he take out a life insurance policy on his own mother? Will he set up a fake GoFundMe that says he has leukemia? And what will he sell first, his PS5 or his kidney? And you can build a parlay about everything that could happen to him. Divorce, Mary's rich old widow, arrested for elder fraud, and fakes his own death, but is immediately caught when he uses an app to gamble. With Rock Bottom Kings, you'll feel like you're in the game. The game of your friend versus his horrible demons. But again, addiction is a real problem. And we take it very seriously. That's why all these gambling ads are full of cash, gold, fireworks, and flames exploding everywhere. Because you're not a loser. Your friend is. They say the house always wins. Well, now you're the house, and your friend is probably going to lose his. Does it seem a little cruel to bet on your friend's devastating addiction? Sure, but it's also hilarious. So however your friend bottoms out, make sure you cash out at Rock Bottom Kings. Download Rock Bottom Kings today, because gambling is serious. Seriously awesome. Rock Bottom Kings. <laughs> He's the one with the problem. That, really, well, really well done. That was really good. Well done. Hit on all those. Yeah. All those I love it. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Way to go. Nice that job. whole episode was great. If you yeah. didn't watch it, Shane yeah. Gillis was funny. Saturday Night Live had a good good night. Good and night. And this week we get Sydney Sweeney, boys. I don't know if you're familiar with who that is, no. but uh, you should watch. What's he play? She. Oh. Yeah. She's probably, I don't know. Hotter than Donut Greasy Lamar's at 6 o'clock in the morning. What about Emma Stone? Where do you fall on her? Top. <laughs> Phrasing. <laughs> you know the Andy Reid, Chris Jones? Oh. Me and Emma Stone. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. Wow. Oh. Middle of the pack, if you want the honest, well, the unhonest answer. Dusty Likens, once again, forgetting he's not 6 to 10 p.m. today or... Six to nine. Six to nine p.m. today. Sorry. You guys right. okay? It's just, just a.m. p.m. It's fine. It's all <laughs> fine. A.m. p.m. is a good convenience store out west, isn't oh, it? Oh, my goodness. The uh, the high and mighty, it's continuing today as well. You know, a Duke player got hurt, so now it's a big deal. Yeah, it's let's cancel court storming, deal. right? Because a Duke player got hurt. Can't court cares? Can't court storm anymore. Uh, so Wake Forest beats Duke. Fans rush the floor really fast. Coach K was not happy that this happened to his really team. Really fast. And a Duke's Kyle Filipowski got, uh, got run over. Kyle Filipowski sounds like a Duke basketball player. It is. Sounds like a spelling bee word. It is. And so now the call is, why aren't we banning court storming? Duke Head coach John Shire taking over his best Coach K impression here. I'm more concerned about the, the well-being of our guys. You know, Flip sprains his ankle. When are we going to ban court storming? Like, when are we going to ban We're that? Not like, coach. how many times does a player have to get into something 
where they get punched or they get pushed or they get taunted right in their face. Oh, man. It's just the humanity of it all. He said right <sighs> in their face. Your crowd literally jumps the entire game on the court. I mean, come on, man. Like, we will not accident storming until we can ban uh, – Reporters banging on their typewriter. Right. Because that, 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 that causes needs to go, more. That needs to go first. Yeah. Yeah. That is secondly, very erratic. Secondly, we we don't ban court storming. You know what has to, you have to do better? Security. security. Yeah. That whole thing's on security. Yeah. That's not on the, that's not on anything other than the security. And it wasn't intentional. He had claimed that too. Like, oh, Phil Pousey had said so. Oh, they definitely ran me over. No, they didn't. No, they, they didn't. Running. They have an aerial view that shows all the kids running They're on the court. running on the floor and they ran into you. Yeah, it was a it was an unfortunate accident. And I yes, players should not be injured. That's on security. Mm-hmm. Get the opposing team off the floor. You've got to find a way to do better than holding police caution tape and old ladies in yellow jackets trying to stop the court storming. Right? Correct. That's you, on you. You need to get a horse out there. <laughs> I mean. That was a pretty wild court storming. I'm just trying. I know, I know, but like the Wake Forest one looked like one of the episodes of The Last of Us where the zombies just got loose. But to be fair, if you're a team, maybe this isn't fair. You've got to know that if you're Duke, Kansas, North Carolina, and you go somewhere like that, like when Kansas went to UCF, you get lose, off the floor. You, you get just off the go. floor. And yeah. I, I don't mean to be that guy, but if I'm a security guy making 18 bucks an hour and there's a bunch of rowdy college kids getting ready to storm the court, I'm doing the scene from the town where I just turn my head and look away. Yeah. Like, I'm like, go get it, kids. I, I'm not going out there. You know, Absolutely that not. But, but what was the final score of that game? Do you, do you know? Was it like it wasn't a last second shot, no. right? No, so you, you, you knew had, you this was time. starting to come, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. knew it was getting to that level. You could sense it in the building. You could feel it in the building. You knew, game. you knew that that was a possibility. You've got to have a plan in place to get the teams off the floor before the court storming, because I still am pro court storming, you know, it, it, an injury. Did it happen? Yeah. Does it stink? Sure. I guess, but you know what? Those kids are going to remember that moment for their lives. They beat Duke. And from the text line, from the 803, you know how you stop court storming? Win. Correct. And then Phil Pauski said intentional for sure. Right. No, it wasn't. It was Literally not. kids running on the floor, and they ran into you. Multiple people have texted in that they saw the overhead view, and it the looks overhead. like the Duke players trying to trip the fans as they're running out <laughs> The there. overhead view is, is yeah, they're just running on the floor. They don't they don't see what's there. They, they're just yeah, sprinting They're just going the to celebrate and have fun, man. Like, you're Wake Forest. You just beat Duke. It's a badge of honor if you're Duke that people court are storming storm, the court. Pro you know? court storming always have been, always will be. Right. But I've always, always said get the opponent off the get floor. Get the team off the floor. So get them off the floor. And you've seen – instances where that's right. happened right. where you get you get the ropes and you get the people lined up mm-hmm. and you basically funnel the kids some other direction right and you 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 get the team towards the tunnel right can absolutely be done that's a fail on wake forest it is you, a- you got to have the security in place give us 30 seconds to get the players off the court and then go at it what and then the, it's not even to take 30 seconds what was the fesco in the morning crew's opinion of the caitlin clark incident same thing. Unfortunate as well. Same Unfortunate, yeah. yeah. She's got two security guards with her at all times. Does she really? She yes. should. She's wow. insanely famous. There, there are yeah. two cops that escort her off the floor. That's that's on them. That's I on mean, them, yeah. I, they got right. private security for her. Right. She shouldn't get run into. And, and that I wasn't, think the, that wasn't intentional either. I think know, the person are, that ran into her is like on her cell phone, yeah. like doing a FaceTime having, or yeah. selfie or whatever. That's, this is all insecurity to me. Right. That's, it's it. That's, that's their fault.
Yeah, no, it, it, it can't be the end of court storming. It, it was an unfortunate incident that happened, and then you move on, and, and you figure out a better plan. Like, if the NCAA really wants to do something because they don't do anything, find a way to have a proper exit for the teams when you know that court storming is a possibility. It's not that hard. Come up with a plan. You're sitting around all summer collecting big checks to do nothing. Have a plan in place. Yeah. Now, granted, that one was fast. You're right. That I, one, like it was intense. Yeah, because we that was some that was some speed. Because you put your phone there. on upset alert when you've got parlays or bets going on when you're a degenerate like myself, and you're like, "Hey, West Virginia's about to pull this upset. Let's go turn it over to that." Oh, and all of a sudden, happens. Yeah. I was like, "Oh, oh, oh, okay." Yeah. <laughs> like those are that's an intense crowd. It was, but yeah. but you but, hey. but you also have to understand if you're right. a program like Duke, North Carolina, Kansas, I mean Kentucky. If you're going on the road and you start to feel like there's going to be an upset, you also have to take that under your own advice, too. And go, All right, look, it doesn't look like it's going to work out for us. These guys are going to be storming the court. We need to get out of here. We'll shake hands in the tunnel later. Yeah, I think there's a fair point that says court storming is no longer organic, though. I think it has gotten a little... I don't know, a little vanilla. I mean, it used to be not all the time, but I mean, now you see teams like if Oklahoma state's ranked 23rd and they beat Kansas at Stillwater, their fans will rush the court. And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you're, yeah right. So I mean, it's like weird to have it both ways, but also I understand like if I was a college kid, I'm 19, 20 years old. And we just beat one of the best teams in the history of the sport. You're probably drunk and at the I'm game. And I'm probably hammered. Yeah, right. I'm hitting that I'm court. Hitting the court. Yeah. I mean, because I say I can do it. I was a little baffled by last week's Tarleton State Grand Canyon court storming. But you know what happened. <laughs> yeah, it, does, it, it, it does happen. It does yeah. happen. You also yeah. can't say court storming five times fast. Court storming. No, it's like saying <laughs> yeah, Detroit, dude, no Detroit Red Wings. Say that five Not times Not a chance. Fast. I'll cuss right. on air. Can't, can't yeah. do it. From the 816, you're a KU alum, Bob. Personally, as a KU fan, I hate court storming, but maybe that's because we're winners and don't feel the need to storm the court. I like court storming. You celebrate. You get big wins. Kansas is the team that people storm the court against. You're just Who the hell's Kansas it. fans going to storm the court against? You're just doing it to do it. Why can't we do it in professional sports? <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. Well, too yeah. many drunks. That's really what the answer Like, is. Do you imagine when the Packers were undefeated and the Chiefs were terrible and they beat the Packers in Kansas City? How right. Many? And you right. storm the field, right? Yeah. Like, you go back to, like, when Hank Aaron hit the home run and everybody's on the field or when Reggie Jackson hit three home runs in a game. Like, everybody's on the field, you know? It's like, we used to do that in, like, professional sports, but yeah. that got nixed. But that got stopped by the horses, too. That's, it did. The World That's what I'm saying. Calvary. Put the horses out yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah. You get horses out there. People are not storming the court. <laughs> Who was the lady that always kissed people? Yeah, Morgana. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I just knew yeah. that she was very. There wasn't security that was going to stop her. No. But now you got the nets at a baseball game, so nobody's really getting out, you know? You get stuck in a net. Yeah. You got to jump over the bullpen. Um, there's a stadium update we need to get to. And uh, forget na 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 na. You want to stay off of this instead. Next. Fesco in the morning. There was no. Keeping you awake starting at six. Brought to you by Rayner Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RaynerKC.com. 610 Sports Radio. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.